Crescent City Retirement Group, LLC, is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is Retirement Keys with Anthony Kinjemi from Crescent City Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Anthony provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Keys with your host, Anthony Kinjemi. Hello, and welcome back to another show of Retirement Keys. My name's Anthony Kinjemi from Crescent City Retirement Group, and we have our fabulous co-host with us today, as we do every week, Tony Shore. Uh, we couldn't do the show without you, Tony. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, yeah, anytime. I mean, this is uh, why we do this. It's so much fun. Thanks for having me on the show each week, Anthony. And, you know, I'm still hunkered down here in my home studio, uh, getting by, uh, doing well. The family's still healthy. We're all doing well. How about you? How are you and your family getting along during all this, Anthony? Yeah, getting along, Tony. You know, uh, it's obviously, uh, you know, the, the whole, you know, uh, phrase, the new normal, uh, has got, you know, uh, some validity to it. I mean, we really are, you know, we really are, uh, experiencing, you know, a different way of doing things, uh, personally, even in business, um, people all around. I mean, everybody's experiencing this. I mean, the, the only consolation is that we're all in it together. Um, yeah. but, uh, but it's going good though, Tony, you know, thank God everybody's been safe and healthy. I have had some clients that, uh, that did get the virus, uh, older clients that did get the virus. And, um, but thank goodness, thank God they're doing well. Uh, they, you know, they went to a local hospital here and they didn't have high fever and they were breathing fine. So they didn't have a breathing issue. So they quarantined and um, they, uh, you know, now from what I understand, we, you know, I've been talking to them that they're all, they're doing well. So yeah, that's great. But um, yeah, it's, it's really been something else, Tony. And I, I tell you, I, uh, you know, I see this, um, you know, we're, we're now in the beginning stages of reopening the economy and uh, doing it obviously in a very gradual, a very systematic, a very smart uh, way. And I know that our governor and the governors all around the country are, uh, the majority of them are, 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 are taking heed, if not all of them. Uh, so I just, you know, to our public officials and, and really to all of our frontline heroes, Tony, I mean, the, uh, all of our healthcare workers and, uh, you know, grocery store attendants and our, uh, the banks that, that are open and, uh, all of the all of the folks uh, out here that are that are that had to really, you know, are on the front lines of this pandemic. You know, we just, you know, can't say enough and, and offer our our deepest uh, gratitude toward these folks. I mean, with 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 them and the American spirit and really everybody as a whole and even even parents. Uh, right. I mean, mothers and fathers and grandparents that have, you know, now 
been dealt with this new new normal with with raising kids and educating the kids and the schoolwork and all of the people that have had to step up in this community and all communities around the world. It's just incredible. But I would say the American spirit, Tony, is alive and well. And I'm just oh, proud. Yeah. I'm yeah. proud to be a part of it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that you guys do a great job. Speaking of first responders, you guys, uh, not first responders, but kind of frontline workers, you know, people's finances are important. And now is a good time to reevaluate where you're at. And I know that you're there for your clients and for our listeners out there. If they want to call in and take a look at their finances and their financial plan and make sure that they're on the right path, uh, they can do so. And you'll meet with them virtually. Um, you have uh, ways to set up those meetings. And I think it's important that people look to a professional, a financial professional, a fiduciary a trusted financial advisor like yourself who's going to look out for their best interests. And, and that's so crucial right now with everything that's going on. But I'm glad you brought up, uh, you know, the frontline workers, uh, those that have to go to work right now uh, in those industries, you know, to deliver the mail and the packages and work at the stores and the truck drivers. And then, of course, the first responders, our healthcare workers, ambulance drivers, they all have to continue working as if nothing has changed. Uh, but there is more risk out there. And so things have changed. It makes their jobs harder. And they're doing that so the rest of us don't have to get exposed each and every day. And so I think it's great that you brought them up. And we're paying this tribute to them. And Anthony, I know you like to give back to the community and you're working along with the radio station uh, to do that and really give back. And you're also offering that complimentary consultation to our listeners. Now, uh, today, I know you said you wanted to talk about the CARES Act, and that's this big uh, multi-trillion dollar package that the uh, government passed to help people out, right? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. You know, two trillion, two trillion it is. There's no shortage of outstanding news stories about the CARES Act, uh, but one that I thought was particularly well done was a piece from investopedia.com dubbed simple enough coronavirus aid relief and economic securities act. That's a mouthful, the yeah, cares act. Yep. And what's in the $2 trillion coronavirus stimulus bill. The bill was signed Tony, as you know, into law on March 27, 2020, and at a $2 trillion price tag. It's one of the largest rescue acts in American history. It's designed to provide relief to large and small businesses, various industries, individuals and their families, gig workers, and independent contractors, and hospitals. Yeah, and they're already trying to pass uh, more. Uh, I heard it could end up being a total of like $6 trillion, but $2 trillion, that's hard to even get your head around. That should give us plenty of information to discuss today. Uh, what's the first thing that jumps out at you about the CARES Act? Well, you know, Tony, one of the biggest elements in the new law is the $349 billion earmarked to support small businesses in maintaining their payroll and some overhead expenses during the economic emergency. The clear goal is to keep as many workers employed as possible. A business, a nonprofit, veterans organization, or 
tribal businesses may receive small business interruption loans of two and a half times its average monthly payroll up to a maximum of $10 million if, and there's some criteria, uh, if they have fewer than 500 employees, they have more than 500 employees but still qualify under the small administration standard, they have fewer than 500 employees per physical location, or they are a food service or accommodations business. It's important to note that many businesses, most or all of the $10 million loan is forgivable. So as long, Tony, as they use the, the money in the, uh, in the program for what it's intended, which, you know, primarily is for payroll to keep pay, to keep their employees uh, paid, uh, over this period of time. And, um, and then of course it's for other things too. They can use it for rent and utilities and other things, but if they play by the rules, the companies play by the rules, uh, the, the loan, uh, or the majority of the loan would be forgivable. So that's oh, wow. a, yeah, that's a huge opportunity for these companies to maintain their employees, their business, and to get through to the other side of this. Yeah. So what does the CARES Act say about how that money can be used? Well, the loans can be used for payroll benefits, as we mentioned, interest payments, rent, utilities. The fees are waived uh, and collateral and personal guarantees aren't required. Payments are deferred for a minimum of six months to up to a year, and there aren't any prepayment penalties. The bill also includes $10 billion in emergency grants for small businesses, private nonprofits, sole proprietorships, agricultural co-ops, and employee-owned firms. These grants can also be converted, Tony, into advances on the forgivable loans we've already discussed. So there's a lot of help out there, Tony, for these businesses, and um, which of course, consequently helps all of their employees, right? So um, it really is a lot there uh, in terms of um, a help from our government. Sure. Yeah. And that, and that makes sense. So uh, it certainly seems like uh, this bill is something of a lifeline then for a lot of people and businesses out there. And I know that we've had something called the Economic Injury Disaster Loans, or EIDL, program for some time. Uh, does the CARES Act change anything about that? Well, it does, Tony. The CARES Act enhances the EIDL program with $10,000 emergency relief payments for small businesses that have been affected by the coronavirus. These loans don't have to be repaid, which essentially makes them grants. Small businesses can also apply for EIDL loans for up to 200000 without personal guarantees. So this really, you know, offers the uh, resources uh, in, in really the most, uh, you know, user-friendly way uh, to get the, the funds to the small businesses so they can maintain their employees and, and, and maintain their business. Right. Yeah. And, and there you go. And obviously uh, we have heard countless news reports tell us about unemployment and how that skyrocketed uh, since this coronavirus upended our lives. I just heard today that um, it went from, I think it was 3.75% unemployment in March to 15% now uh, in April 
uh, unemployment. So that's that's huge. What does the CARES Act do for people who might be out of work right now? Well, you know, Tony, I'm glad you brought that up because millions of Americans are struggling right now. And thankfully, the CARES Act does offer some degree of relief for many of them. The bill extended both eligibility and payment amounts to the unemployed. Importantly, it also significantly increases who's eligible for unemployment benefits. Essentially, every American worker, other than remote online workers and those already on paid leave, are eligible. So it it really encompasses uh, such a vast uh, majority of our workers in America. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's a good point. You know, obviously uh, it, it's a concern out there and, but expanding benefits to people like gig workers and contractors is certainly a big change. And I think that's warranted independent contractors. What else can you tell us about how this new bill offers help to the unemployed? Well, you know, in addition, Tony, to providing benefits to people who aren't previously eligible, the bill also covers contractors and self-employed people whose benefits have already run out, part-time workers and workers with previously insufficient work history. Listeners should note, however, that the bill exempts those who can continue working remotely or who are already using paid sick leave or other leave benefits. So if you're able to work remotely, if you're uh, on, you know, benefits, sick leave or other benefits that you may have from your employer, you know, then, then, you know, there's a coordination of benefits there. You know, you can't double dip, of course, but, um, but it's very, very uh, robust, Tony, very robust. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's huge. And, So uh, our time is just about up for this uh, segment of the show. We should probably take a quick break here, Anthony. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners before we do? Well, I just want to thank you for tuning in. We know this is a difficult time for for all of us. Um, And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, it's it's really just uh, the, the, the American spirit, the good, uh, you know, uh, we helping each other, you know, I mean, never has there been more, um, a community feel than I, than I feel is today. And, uh, so a lot, I think will come out of this. A lot of positive will come out of this. Uh, my heart goes out to the families that have been directly affected by this, uh, by this terrible uh, virus. Uh, but a lot of uh, good can also come out of this. And uh, so we just appreciate you tuning in. We hope that we're bringing value. And we do have a very special offer, especially at this time, uh, looking at your overall retirement plan and making sure that you have a well thought out plan. So please take advantage of this offer. You've been listening to our shows and advice on getting your finances in order and creating a retirement income plan that will last. Now is the time to take advantage of our special offer. This is Anthony Kinjemi of Crescent City Retirement Group, and we're now offering a complimentary gourmet dinner and retirement planning workshop, the five keys to a stress-free retirement. This is one workshop you won't want to miss. Call in the next 20 minutes for this no-cost offer. Seating is limited. Call Crescent City Retirement Group within the next 20 minutes at 504-828-2171. That number again is 504-828-2171. And welcome back to Retirement Keys with our host, Anthony Congemi, and I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. 
Now, today, Anthony, you've been breaking down this CARES Act, the C-A-R-E-S Act. This is the big $2 trillion uh, stimulus package that was passed uh, by Congress and signed into law by the president uh, in, at the end of March, uh, discussing how it's going to affect businesses and individuals. And, and you know, like most large federal bills, uh, the CARES Act, is it's a bit of a maze. Uh, there are a lot of new rules, regulations, and standards. But so far, you've done a great job of breaking it down. Uh, I've read and heard, of course, uh, about the reference to changes in taxes. And of course, those checks people have been getting, the tax credits. Tell us more about that. I sure can, Tony. And I also think we've done a good job so far of wading through this doorstopper of a bill. As a financial services professional, few things make me more proud than using my experience to break down complex financial issues for the people that uh, we serve. Thanks to the CARES Act, many Americans will receive a check from the federal government. Specifically, one-time direct payments of $1,200 will be sent to adults making up to $75,000 per year, married couples making up to $150,000, will receive 2,400. Families will also receive an additional payment of $500 per child. Listener, listeners should note that the checks gradually phase out for higher incomes, dropping to zero at the 99,000 mark for individuals and 198,000 for the joint filers. The numbers we're discussing on this episode come from a really helpful article of investopedia.com titled, Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Securities Act, or the CARES Act, what's in the trillion-dollar corona stimulus bill? Yeah, and, and that's a, it's a big one. <laughs> You're right. Uh, one of the things that I've been curious about, and I think this will also have relevance for our listeners out there, is what it means uh, for borrowing from our retirement plans. I heard there's something in there about that. Yeah, I think you really hit on another uh, critical point, Tony. The CARES Act allows people to take special disbursements and loans from their tax-advantaged retirement funds of up to $100,000 without any tax penalties. Uh, it also waives the required minimum distribution rules for 401k plans and individual retirement accounts, as well as the 10% penalty on early withdrawals of up to $100,000. Account holders would be able to pay back the distribution over the next three years and would also be allowed to make extra payments for the purpose of repayment. These measures can be utilized by anyone directly affected by the coronavirus itself or anyone who is facing economic hardship because of the virus. So they're allowing money to be available, Tony, from, from your IRA or 401k. If you're under 59 and a half, typically out of an IRA, there would be a penalty. Uh, if you've been affected by the coronavirus, uh, you can potentially pull money out without a penalty and spread the tax consequences over a period of time, or even have an opportunity to put the money back and uh, treat it as a rollover. So there's a lot of options there, Tony. So if you're out here and you've got a 401k or retirement account and you want to see specifically how some of this may affect you or how you might be able to take advantage of accessing some of these funds, I would encourage you to give us a call. You know, obviously everybody's situation is different, everybody's age and amounts and 
and what, what they're needing and if they plan on putting the money back or they plan on keeping it, they want to spread it out over a period of time, the tax liability. So obviously there's some components there, but if you want to know, you know, look at some strategies and the best way to go about this, please call our office, 504-828-2171. We do have multiple CPA firms we work very closely with, so we can help get you some good answers as it relates to uh, accessing funds from your retirement account. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the right time to remind our audience that before they take any actions with their retirement funds or strategies, don't ever pull money out of those accounts or change your strategies uh, without reaching out to a, an experienced and trusted financial professional like yourself, Anthony. Now, are there tax implications for businesses uh, with this new CARES Act? Uh, there absolutely is, Tony, for businesses. There are tax implications. The bill creates new employee retention credit against employment taxes to urge businesses to retain and pay their workers during any quarter when their operations are partially or fully suspended because of the coronavirus. Listeners should be aware that credits don't extend to businesses that receive small business interruption loans. The bill also spells out that in 2020, payroll taxes will be deferred, 50% of the payroll taxes will be due in 2021, and the other 50% will be due in 2022. Additionally, 2020 business operation losses can be carried back for up to five years. So there's going to be a lot of tax help and a lot of tax breaks uh, for these small businesses. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see where that would be the case. This is really a good topic, and it, I think that it's a lot to take in, though. Uh, when you think about the size and the scope of this whole thing, the CARES Act, combined with the fact that Congress, historically, they haven't been able to get much of anything done quickly or anything done, period. Uh, but the speed with <laughs> which this bill was drafted, sent to the president and signed into law, it's remarkable. Now, what do you have next for us? Well, as you'd expect, Tony, the bill has a lot to say about health care. To begin with, the bill increases payments to health care providers by $100 billion through a combination of programs, including Medicare reimbursements, grants, and other direct payments from the federal government. It also calls for $27 billion in spending on tests vaccine development and medical treatment devices, as well as $16 billion in purchases for the much-discussed strategic national stockpile. Wow. So, yeah, it's pretty robust, Tony. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. Well, one of the things I know that came up frequently while this whole thing was being discussed, this big uh, relief bill, uh, was a desire from medical professionals and lawmakers to emphasize adapting, at least temporarily, some of the rules and regulations, maybe uh, changing those a little bit for the time being. What can you tell us about that? Well, quite a bit, Tony. The bill does, in fact, relax laws, Medicare payment regulations and drug approval rules to allow a more flexible response to the coronavirus uh, and its fallout. And as with any other major piece of legislation, it creates some new rules as well. It also requires health insurers to cover coronavirus testing, as well as treatments and vaccines that are currently being developed. Furthermore, it protects healthcare workers from liability if they volunteer to the fight of the pandemic across state lines. It also increases funding 
for healthcare training, education, and modernization. So it's got a lot as it relates, got a lot in there uh, as it relates to that, Tony. Well, yeah, and uh, we only have a, a minute or two left here, but uh, this has really been an eye-opening look at the whole CARES Act and, and what it means, uh, not only for uh, big business and small business, but for our listeners out there. Um, you know, I, I think we should probably uh, wrap it up. Do you have anything else uh, before we end the show today? Well, Tony, I, I just want to just my heart goes out to all of our the, our community uh, here. I, You know, we're here for you. Uh, we really are. And uh, we want to be the best partner that we can be. If you don't have a retirement plan in place, if you don't or if you'd like to revisit your retirement plan or look at the risk you're taking in your portfolio, see how all of these pieces can pull together. You know, as you know, we we have a pretty holistic and a comprehensive approach. Uh, we we look at the estate planning, the healthcare planning, and investment strategy, income planning, and tax strategies. And we think that those five key elements work together. They work together all uh, in a very cohesive way. And if you don't have that, and you would like to get a second opinion, by all means, we can do it by phone. Initially, we can have our virtual meetings, which we've become pretty accustomed to now, unfortunately, but but they've been very productive and we, we just, we're here for you. So if you've been listening and you'd like to get a second opinion and you want to see how your plan looks now and how it can look uh, for retirement, please give our office a call and take advantage of this special offer. You've been listening to our shows and advice on getting your finances in order and creating a retirement income plan that will last. Now is the time to take advantage of our special offer. This is Anthony Kinjemi with Crescent City Retirement Group, and we're now offering our three-step retirement planning process at no cost and a $100 gift card to the restaurant of your choice upon completion of the planning process. Call Crescent City Retirement Group within the next 20 minutes at 504-828-2171. That number again is 504-828-2171. Thank you for listening to Retirement Keys. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Jimmy at Crescent City Retirement Group. Call 504-828-2171 or visit the website at crescentcityretirement.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Anthony Kinjemi and Crescent City Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.